Welcome to Anime Out of Context, a comedy review show hosted by a basement dweller who grew up scrounging terrible fan subs on sketchy websites prior to the convenience of modern streaming, alongside a willfully ignorant soul whose only knowledge of anime comes from the shows forced upon him here. This show will contain spoilers, incorrect information, and copious amounts of adult language. Our hosts are not experts on any topic, and everything they say should be taken with a grain of salt. Thank you for listening, and enjoy. Hello and welcome to Anime Out of Context, the show where I attempt to explain the sometimes weird, sometimes wonderful, but always hilarious world of anime. But if if I say anything, then, then that means that the new year is real. It means that we're already in 2022. The time goes by, sands of time, ever falling, dwindling, hope being lost. The light at the end of the tunnel, is it growing fainter or growing stronger? To go towards it, or to deny itself. What is the nature of time? It shall be each and every one of our end. It shall consume each and every single one of us. Without mercy, without justice, without fairness. Time. Okay, Nietzsche. Way to start off this comedy podcast. And I'm rubbing to chase. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, wow, that, I thought I should interrupt at some point, but I genuinely could not because I was so shocked. Can, I'm can Sean I, Rollins, by the way. Uh, can, I, can I just say, especially, like, we're starting off strong. We, for our patrons, we do, like, a little small pre-banter bit, ha silly funny chat, like, usually five minutes or something. Oh, we had a 20 minutes uh, before. <laughs> I I don't know, man. I'm going into this new year. It's it's hitting me hard. It is fucking me up already, so let's fucking do this. Yeah, you're doing things a little bit weird this time around, Rem, and uh, that's fine. It's a new year. It's it's exciting. Hope everybody had a good holiday season, uh, but we got to get back into business. Last week, you kind of had a little bit of a break, all things considered. I mean, it was most, mostly a little bit of work on your end, but really, it was a break, Rem. Yeah, no, I, I, I will gladly take it. And so this, this is the first anime for the podcast of 2022. Uh, yep. th- there will be a time where it's the only data point on the board, and thus 100% of my 2022 anime opinions will be entirely dictated by this one show. <laughs> Is that how that works? Yeah, if, if I love it, then there will be approximately one whole week of me being like, I have loved 100% of the th- of the anime I've seen in 2022. If I despise it, and if it sends me into the abyss, the opposite will be true. Okay, well, uh, that's not a lot of pressure at all. Um, so I suppose we should jump straight into it then, Rem. Uh, yeah, because probably. This year, uh, to start off the new year, we're going to do what everybody does at the start of a new year and talk about the last year. Yeah, um, perfect, perfect. I hate moving forward. I always, like, just staying behind. Ah, reminisce 2021, such a lovely year. Mm, well, let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. <laughs> We're moving into year two of a pandemic, Rem. It's not exactly going well. Uh, but there, the interesting thing is, is 2021 was actually a really solid year for anime. Uh, so I figured that this year we would do probably one of the most popular anime of uh, the year, but not my favorite anime of the year because, oops, we already did that one. What, what was your favorite of 2021? Uh, Odd Taxi. Oh, yeah, very well-deserved, fantastic, probably also mine, uh, really good stuff. All right, yeah. uh, b- but, they, of course, um, we, we even mentioned it 
Odd Taxi. It had a cult fan base, but it didn't get as much love and appreciation as it should have. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so this is another plea to go and watch it. So if you were wondering what my favorite anime of that year was, there you go. That's it. All right. But th- but this is something that's one of, if not the most popular of 2021 then. Uh, correct. And I normally wouldn't bring this up in a discussion of best anime of uh, 2021 because uh, generally speaking, uh, I like to do new series for 2021. Yeah. All right. So th- So this is... Not new. <laughs> no. Well, technically, but no. Uh, it is technically the third season of this show is uh, what people have voted for it to be one of their favorite anime of the season. And I just don't think it's fair to give a continuation of a series uh, my top slot of a year. All right. So I assume that we would be starting off on the first season. That is correct. Okay. Uh, first season is still very popular, though. Uh, but my logic and reasoning for this is uh, if I like a show and it's a new year with a new season of that show, I'm probably already going to like that show on principle. And if I gave it, like, my top slot of the year, it wouldn't really be fair to all of the new stuff. I, I think that is a perfectly reasonable and good take. My worry is it getting a third season almost every time that tends to indicate shonen nonsense. Uh, well, it is not this time. Ooh, and okay. the third season right. is also the final season of this series. Okay, I do like when shows actually end. Mm-hmm. And this show actually ended, and by and large, in 2021, a lot of people were like, hey, this is my anime of the year. Hey, this is a fantastic anime. I'm going to keep... I love this anime so much. It's so good. Lots of people have rated it super highly. Uh, and honestly, that's fair completely fair. And I figured that this would be the perfect opportunity for us to talk about it in the context of the new year. Because uh, normally I'd give you like my top three as a blind choice, but since yeah, we already yeah. did my top one, having like a f- coin flip of what we watched this uh, episode wouldn't be as interesting. So no, I instead, get you, I get you. So instead I opted for something a little bit different, you know, All brand right. new year. Uh, so, but the, here's the thing, Remington, is you're already familiar with the show, even though oh, you haven't fuck. seen it. What? Yeah, yeah, it's about to get a little bit weird. We've been promising to cover this show for quite some time, uh, and now that it's, you know, officially over, I figured this would be the most optimal time to jump into it. Because, Remington, uh, today we are going to be watching the uh, first couple episodes of the first season of the remake of Fruits Basket. Oh, okay, okay. See, I was was very confused, because I was like, Man, I ain't, it, it's unusual for me to be very familiar with, like, modern things. And I guess there's, like, a handful of, like, weeby bullshit that permeates the ether sufficiently. Okay, okay, new season of Fruits Basket. It's gotten a lot of, I mean, new re- Series. Yeah, new series. There we go. It's gotten a lot of hype, a lot of uh, appreciation. I've, I've definitely seen a lot of people who really enjoyed it. And I remember way back in our episode on the old Fruits Basket, uh... I, I recall being very optimistic for a remake and making comments something al- along the lines of that's exactly what it would need um, because it, like, had all the good elements, but a remake would be able to come in with, like, that necessary polish. Yeah. Especially <laughs> visually. Yeah. Because, <laughs> oh. like, visually there was some, some nice stuff, but all, there was also just a lot of weird shit. Because, yeah, uh, just for frame of reference, the original Fruits Basket anime came out in a July of 2001, Remington. Woo! So 18 years later, we get a uh, the first remake uh, with a lot of the returning cast as well. Uh, uh, even in the dub, Laura Bailey is reprising her role as uh, Toru, and I loved it 
quite a bit. Uh, I don't usually dip, dip into dubs, but I love Laura Bailey, so I can't help myself. Um, but it, it has received nothing but high praise, It's uh, and uh, it is what people like to call the Brotherhood treatment, uh, as in Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, getting a remake that it properly deserves to properly tell the story as well as uh, polish up a lot of the uh, more uh, dated stuff in it. Yeah. And quite frankly, it very popular. It released in 2019, and... Uh, has only shot up in popularity after the final season. Uh, so the question is, Rem, do, what do you remember from Fruits Basket? All right, Fruits Basket, I know that there were the Zodiac things. Yep, Chinese Zodiac. And they could they transformed into the Chinese Zodiac Correct. animals. That's about it. <laughs> There's a ginger fuck. <laughs> is that how you remember characters? Well, yeah, because I'm like, Ginger, Sean! (laughs) (laughs) That's the Sean surrogate of the show, even if he's nothing like Sean. Correct, yes. Oh, God. Okay, so... Wasn't the Ginger, like, a little bitch? (laughs) I I, I don't recall... Well, it's not even that I, I don't recall being impressed. I recall being distinctly unimpressed by the Ginger, I feel. Funnily enough, that's what you said to me when we first met. Uh, <laughs> uh, I remember uh, never when we met. Oh, well, let, wait, let's play this game. If, if I get the edible. You had just transformed back from a little piglet and... <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, piglet! And you were like, Pooh Bear. And I was like, what? And you were like, oh, I thought you were doing it because like... When you, I was like, oh... All right, yeah, and you're like, yeah, so I just, I'm like, no, yeah, I, I got it now. You don't need to keep explaining. You're like, oh, okay, and I was like, okay. And that's how we What met. riveting comedy. Holy <laughs> shit, I am, I am busting a gut here. Oh, my God, oh, oh, it hurts so much, Rem. Oh, God, you should do some more, some more bland explaining of a joke that you made up in a split second. Hey, Sean. My Christ. Have you ever just gone full Pooh Bear? <laughs> I try not to, Rem. I try not to, because usually it's, it's considered good. public indecency. I, I'll be honest, no guy should ever go full Pooh Bear. It's just not. No. It, it's embarrassing, quite frankly. Women can pull it off. Yeah. Guys, I love you men. Men, you're fantastic, all right? You're not pulling off the Pooh Bear. No, no, it, it, it's a sad sight, because you, you, you won't have a shirt big enough to make it interesting. It's just going to be a full Pooh Bear. And... It, it, you, you're going to reach the uncanny valley, all right? You're going to think like, oh, maybe I can tease just enough. No, no, no. It's going to be weirdly grosser than if you were just walking around naked. You either show it or you don't, folks. Exactly. It's not a subtle tool down there. It's like you've made a decision but haven't fully committed to it. So, Fruits Basket. (laughs) Fruits Basket, yeah. Uh. (laughs) Fruits Basket uh, is the story of uh, our lovely main heroine, uh... Toru Honda, and uh, she uh, essentially uh, has Wait, been... Wait, she, she goes and finds just like a fucking shack in the woods or something. Uh, well, kind of. Uh, she doesn't have a place to live, so she sets up a tent yeah. in the woods. Yeah! Yeah, because her family has sent... Basically kick her out. <laughs> I still feel so weird about that. I remember the first time you told me about this, I was like, what the fuck? Still feel that way. Oh yeah, no, it, it, it's pretty fucked. Uh, she has a bit of a rough time with her family, and she tells them that she's going to be staying at a friend's place. 
rather than bothering anybody, she just decides to set up a tent in like a private forest, essentially. Yeah. Uh, and then she uh, then she meets the uh, Soma clan uh, and ends up living with them. And the Soma clan have an interesting, weird little quirk and secret. That quirk being the fact that uh, if they if certain members of their family hug a member of the opposite sex, then they poof transform into a representation of the Chinese zodiac. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, all right, yeah. Oh. Yep, and it's a uh, classic shoujo tale of uh, Toru going through life, interacting with these characters, and maybe having a little bit of a uh, little bit of that uh, romance here and there, and a little bit of drama, and a little what? bit of comedy. What would you like to tell me? What upgrades and/or changes I can expect to see, or would you like to not keep me in the? Would you like to keep me in the dark and have me just notice them as I watch or game? I mean. I'll give you a brief rundown, but you'll notice the difference is pretty quick. Because, like, if you recall how jarring most of the stuff in the original Fruits Basket was, yeah. uh, you'll quickly realize that, hey, that's not as much of an issue anymore. Uh, the biggest thing, Rem, is that the show is gorgeous now. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, which is the biggest thing. And that's basically all you need to know. You're not going to be straining your eyes looking at these weirdly misshapen, gigantic, anime-eyed What Wasn't monsters. it Fruits Basket that was also in, like, a gradient void a lot of the time? Yes. yes. <laughs> Where there would just be, like, not really any background. They're just vaguely colorful void back there. It was 2001, man. Animation <laughs> budgets were expensive. <laughs> if you could save a bit of money by throwing them into, like, a colorful, like, cloudy flower-filled uh, canvas, then you bet your ass you're going to do that. But no, no, it's uh, got a full budget now and is very uh, uh, very well put together in terms of the visual qualities. Uh, I'm not going to comment on the water, though, because, you know. Oh, I'm going to be fucking eyeballing that water, I swear to God. <laughs> yep, and uh, the uh, remake was handled by uh, TMS Entertainment, if I recall correct. Yeah, there it is. Ten-part uh, ten water and anime review incoming let's fucking do this it'll be a bonus episode which will be fine <laughs> maybe if we get enough patrons i will do a 10 part anime water review um, Oh christ uh but just for some uh, reference the studio that made this tms entertainment uh we've covered quite a few shows from them actually uh i don't usually bring them up because uh they are also like primarily a producer company if i'm not mistaken uh yeah primarily a producer but they're listed as the studio for this one um they all they made dr stone uh, D. Gray Man and Rent a Girlfriend. Oh, and uh, uh, Teasing Master Takagi-san. So they've got quite the weird spread, all things considered. All right, so, you know, this might be the best one. <laughs> There's a very good chance of that, yes. Uh, I still like Dr. Stone, though, and nothing you can say will change my mind on that fact. Uh, but with that in mind, Rem, I think that's all you really need to know. Perfect. So without further ado, let's go jump into Fruits Basket 2019. Up next. Have you ever just gone full Pooh Bear? Who needs a boy to transform into a rat? The show just should have been about a rat. Right. Possibly in Paris. Ratatouille over Catatouille, bitch. Oh, rat my. boys and ogre babes. Wow, That's my campaign promise. <laughs> Ram, we yeah. both know that we're like the sloppy seconds of podcasting. Previously... Look, I've, I've made a decision about the podcast, Sean. Oh, yeah? New Year, New Us, right? Okay. So, we're a serious podcast now. So, what are your thoughts on the Israeli-Palestine conflict? Oh, god damn you, Remington Chase. 
All right, new year to us. Uh, let's dip into true crime. Have you heard of the Coons family murders? Ram, I remember <laughs> the last time you did this. New year to us. Do you want a Sean Rollins NFT? Now, back to the show. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back after watching six whole episodes of the hit 2019 anime Fruits Basket. And Remington, we have to know what your thoughts, views, and opinions are on this show. Uh, and I get to hear them for a second time because a certain somebody uh, lost his recording. So Rem, tell me what you think and I will do my best to act like I'm hearing it for the first time. I could have just kept it to myself and we could have had the mystery of, uh, of like, we could have been fully professional and been like, oh man, what great first time reactions. But that would have felt too dishonest. So Remington, hey, what, hey what? man, the, I got a solid one minute of recording out of, I cannot emphasize this enough, we did the entire fucking episode. Yeah. We did <laughs> We have, we we had the entire conversation already. Um, well over thirty-eight minutes of a conversation. Uh, like before we even got to the Patreon stuff. Like we we discussed it. We had our views. We had our goofs. And be, and out of all of that, uh, dear Remington has none of it. Uh, and instead, uh, we have about 30 minutes of me talking to myself and occasionally making a joke out of the blue. Which I feel like maybe Dylan can do something with. I've saved that audio and I've sent it to him. But if he doesn't, that's fine too. Because I think the best part of that is me freaking out at the end, trying to deal with the fact that Remington had not recorded that entire bit. Because it was a good episode. I was happy was with it. Episode. I thought people were going to enjoy it and value and respect Remington's opinions while getting a good laugh. We joked about Pikachu. That's not going to come up again. I... Yeah, like, I felt, I felt like we did really well. And <laughs> no one but me and you are going to know about it, Rev. All right, so um, for the first time, well, and now I also get to own up to something else that happened again, which we also memed on. Yeah. A little bit, but now we just... Alright, so, I did... I watched Fruits Basket, the new version of Fruits Basket, uh, in English. Because for some reason, Funimation didn't have Japanese. Had, had fucking Brazilian. Did not let me change it to Japanese. Yeah. So, so I watched it in English. Yep. So, now we're just all on the same page. Yep, and as uh, for why he didn't watch it on Crunchyroll, uh, well... Oh God! All right, so I—I uh, I was hoping we'd be able to skip this bit because well, we, I, we I, can't we because had... people will be like, "Well, why didn't you watch it on Crunchyroll? It's Japanese there." All right, so I rehashed this about forty minutes ago, but yeah. Uh... No, but this is—that's the reason I brought it up the first time, but because I don't want people sending us emails like, "Well, why didn't you watch it on Crunchyroll, you asshole?" To explain myself. Uh, the... I can already tell this version is going to be so much worse than what we just oh, did. Oh, no doubt. Uh, <laughs> and it, plus, it'll like lose the spontaneity. It's going to be a fucking mess. Anyway, I, I didn't do Crunchyroll because Crunchyroll doesn't like my computer or my internet connection. I don't know, but there's a lot of times where it, it will be stuttery or sometimes just won't play at all. 
Um, and like Crunchyroll, don't get me wrong. Love you if you want to give us a bunch of money to become sponsors. Hell yeah. Uh, but I, I have had technical difficulties. So I prefer not to use Crunchyroll whenever given an option. And if I'm not given an option instead of Crunchyroll, I'm still probably using other sites. Completely legal there. other sites. Yeah, I just type the anime into Pornhub and there you go. <laughs> mm, Fruits Basket Episode 1, Pornhub. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. <laughs> mm, this is a bit different than I remember. <laughs> Pornhub joke wasn't in the original. No, it was not. <laughs> See, no. now I'm just I, I'm just gonna keep comparing our current recording. This has never to happened recording. to us, Rem. Like never to this extent. <laughs> We've had so to restart bad. on a couple of times, but it's never been like dramatic enough to be an issue. Uh, yeah. Now, like there have been times where we were like, "Oh shit, we lost 15 minutes," but never like a whole fucking thing. Um. So, all right. Um. Fruits basket. <laughs> Fruits basket. <laughs> uh, oh, God. It's all right. So starting from scratch because y'all are hearing it for the first time. Uh, Fruits basket. It's it's still a very simple show, but also a show where like a billion things happen. The pacing is definitely rushed a lot, uh, but the, the basics are straightforward. So uh, ep episode one. We meet the Zodiac, we meet Toru. She wakes up in a tent because some renovations are going on at her house. Uh, also, her mom is fucking dead. And she finds a new house in the woods. And uh, and we hear all about the folktale about the the the, the Zodiac. Uh, the, the Zodiac lacks a cat. It, it would have had a cat, but it was told the wrong day to come to the banquet. Don't worry about it. And By the rat, but yeah. Yeah, by the rat, by the sneaky fucking rat. Goddamn ratatouille. So, uh, she goes to her house and she's interrupted by the Zodiac family. And I shall address them by their their animal names because that is the only way I know them. <laughs> it, it is the only way I can recognize them. Their names are worthless in my mouth. I mean, so, most of them are only two syllables, but that's fine. Yeah, and you know what's one syllable? Rat. Or, if we want to get fancy, ratatouille, baby. Uh, so <laughs> you do know. You so do Ratatouille, know Ratatouille, Ratatouille, Ratatouille the famous rat from Ratatouille. Oh, uh, <laughs> who's called Remy? <laughs> yeah. What, 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 do you, what do you have to tell me? You do realize Ratatouille is more than one syllable, right? It is one syllable in my heart. Fair enough. Continue. <laughs> All right. So Ratatouille, uh, is is like super popular everyone loves him he's a heartthrob yuki and so uh we also meet dog and then later this episode we will meet cat who Shigure is and in a Kyo. rivalry yeah cat is in a rivalry with ratatouille and and cat wants to to finally beat ratatouille in battle and then become part of the zodiac which you know it's sort of ambiguous how that works like you could just, like, sucker punch him and be like, I win, right? Um, I, I don't know how exactly the what the rules are. Well, that wouldn't be very shown in protagonist, now would it? Wouldn't be very honorable. Uh, because, you know, the uh, cat was thrown out of the Zodiac 
because of the rat's uh, sneakiness and dishonesty. So, you know, maybe it's uh, trying to get back in through the most legitimate means possible. I will say, I, I also enjoy it. No, one, no other Zodiac gives a single fuck about the cat being a part of it or the rat lying to the cat. No one gives a damn. Uh, they, they're all just, they just don't address it, really. Uh, with the show, you can definitely tell it's a nice new fresh coat of paint. Animation much better. Uh, visuals a lot better. Uh, the dialogue still, you know, it's dated. <laughs> they, uh, they, you're, you're gonna get a good nostalgic vibe. The show, it feels like an early 2000s show with 2020 animation. <laughs> <laughs> it, it feels like what it is. So, for better and worse, it, it's charming to have to, and nostalgic. It's also a bit janky. A little bit jank. It's just how it goes. And it doesn't help that you well, watch the dub as well. So, you, got, you have the issues with dubs mixed in there for flavor. Oh, yeah. Um, and m most of the issues I got used to, there's one issue later on that we'll get to that... Oh, God. One, one character... Their voice is terrible. <laughs> it was horrible. But we'll get to them. Uh, so we, after that bit of a rush start, eventually everybody transforms in a convoluted way because they transform if they're hugged by the opposite sex, if the opposite sex is not from the Zodiac. Uh, and so they're all transformed, and Toru's like, what? And then we get to episode two. Uh, episode two... Uh, they transform back, uh, they, they explain, and then they become naked, right? Uh, uh wait, <laughs> you should clarify that after, it's that when the transformation ends, is, uh, they reappear naked. Not that they explain things and then strip down. That's not the way it goes. <laughs> that, it would be a very different show if they're like, alright, and here's your exposition, now if you'll excuse me, I have a belt to undo. I don't know, man, that is how it went on Pornhub. <laughs> that is uh, maybe your version was a little bit different but that's pretty accurate to the one i watched uh <laughs> so uh episode two we get a lot of fighting between cat and ratatouille uh they're battling it out we also learn that many people who learn about the zodiac need to have their memory wiped by the the head honcho right uh and then the cat transfers into Ratatouille and Toru's school. And that summarizes, once again, a billion things happen in episode two. That's all that matters. Uh, one thing I will also enjoy is that their animal transformations, they're very expressive now with the, like, better animation and stuff. I like their little animated forms. Little, little sad, exasperated rat. Hell yeah, man. I feel that in my soul and also adorable as fuck. Uh, meanwhile, cat, one cat form, not as cute as I would want it. But then cat person, sort of lame as fuck. I think cat is the worst character uh, because first of all, they're ginger. Hey! And <laughs> Hold on. Already off to a bad start. <laughs> second of all, second of all, they're Sundere. But it, to their credit, they're not just a Sundere. They're like shonen protagonist Sundere, uh, where where it's like I I will be the single greatest. I'm going to accomplish all my dreams, hopes, and goals 
but not for you, Baka. Like that, it's... So it's something you've you've put two tropes together, but don't give a shit about Cat. Um, the show would be fine without them. And you're gonna have, <laughs> see that that it's that kind of spicy take that is gonna have all the Kyo stands out there coming for your butt. Ratatouille over Catatouille, bitch. <laughs> uh, so... <laughs> oh God. All right, so back to uh, the the show. We get. Oh, also, in episode two, Cat uh, falls in love with Toru. Because Toru is, like, friendly. And Cat is like, that's all I need. <laughs> that That is my whole criteria for what makes my perfect woman. Any amount of platonic affection. Oh, dear. That's, uh, oof. That's, <laughs> that's a big oof right there, <laughs> Remington. A little too real for some folks who listen to our show, I feel. Yeah. Uh, episode three, we see that the culture festival is coming soon, and they decide they're going to do a rice ball stand. They're going to make some rice balls, and a couple suggestions happen. Um, there's also just a, a so the show is wildly inconsistent about the transformations. Like, all right, they hug, they get transformed into animal, but then when do they transform back? And the answer is ten seconds, fifteen minutes. Who the fuck knows? Who gives a shit? Uh, and you get what I think is the best scene of the entire show because Toru accidentally hugs Ratatouille and then they're just like walking over a bridge in the evening and having like a really deep heart to heart about life, right? And it's real dramatic and touching, uh, but he's just a cute fucking rat. And, <laughs> and I'm like, that, that just, I, I wanted them to go all in on that. Just who needs... A boy to transform into a rat. The show just should have been about a rat. Uh, Possibly in Paris. <laughs> Possibly as a show. <laughs> Did you just want to watch Ratatouille rather than Fruits Basket? If you want, we can bring Toru into Ratatouille. <laughs> Replace uh, the, the main fellow in Ratatouille with, with Toru instead? She would be so excited. Yeah, no, I, that, I, I would admittedly watch that. But at the same time, Rem, I feel like it's questionable to have a girl fall in love with a rat. That's all I'm going to say. Well, listen, listen. If there's anything I've learned in the long tradition of fairy tales, Disney love stories, etc., and Shrek, it's that... (laughs) 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 It's that love comes in many forms. Oh All right. My God, I think that might be the first time we've mentioned Shrek in three years of doing this podcast, Rem. Impossible. I, Impossible. I genuinely cannot recall a time where it's happened before. I can almost guarantee I've mentioned Shrek in some other episode. Uh, <laughs> uh, it is too good to not mention. Well, uh, number you have one to remember, specifically. we're shit. That's why. <laughs> anyway, but these things of time, whether you are uh, a beast. Uh, a royal frog or a beautiful princess. Uh, and that doesn't matter because what matters is your true form. That's right. Let's get nice and green with it. Uh, mm. All about them ogre babes. Oh, Rat my. boys and ogre babes. Wow, That's my campaign promise. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck, <laughs> God. I'm no, just, this is 
is a lot this is a lot more unhinged than our episode uh Oh, I wonder why we... that is. I wonder why that is, Rem. Maybe because you've dropped us into the mind break category because you don't want to re-record it. everything. Look, look, we had a good first recording of this episode. But for my own sanity, I can't just do the same thing. All right, I can't. <laughs> we like it's a it was an option, but I God, I talk about anime enough as is. I can't just repeat what I've already said, uh, which is also just every single bullshit isekai episode that we do. But that's not the point. Back back to the matter at hand. Um. So, the reason why I think Shrek is a masterpiece... No, hold it, oh, Fruits wait, Basket. Fruits no. Basket. Ah, fruit, fruit, fruit Basket. Fruit Basket. Yeah, that, that's the one. Uh, <laughs> the reason why Fruit Basket is a pretty, pretty alright show. And... <laughs> I mean, it's no Shrek or Ratatouille. Oh, my Christ. But it's... it's <laughs> oh, this is... This is... This, this, this episode's so much worse than the first one. Oh, I wonder um, why. <laughs> so much worse. Hey, are right. you recording, Rep? You should make sure you're recording. <laughs> Just to be safe, make sure we're getting this comedy gold flowing. Giving the people what they want out of our Fruits Basket episode, an episode that they've been waiting uh, ever since it came out and ever since we did our first uh, Fruits Basket episode to cover. Like, this is this has been a hot topic. I always thought it would be a nice, special way to start the new year. And we start the fucking new year with a colossal fuck-up. Hey, hey, we started the year with a a solid episode followed by a colossal fuck-up that made it so the solid episode didn't exist, okay? And <laughs> so we, we started the year strong. It's just nobody will ever hear it. Unless... <laughs> Unless Dylan does something with my half of the audio, I yeah, don't... Yeah, Dylan, D- Dylan, you, why are we even recording this? Dylan can just fill in the blanks. He knows me well enough. <laughs> Here's what that would say. <laughs> Boy, I'm Remington Chase, and boy, do I love it when Shrek comes in my mouth. Oh. No, no, you're not getting <laughs> out of this jackass. Get back all right. to it. All right, all right. Uh, uh, but I, I genuinely, it would have been great if the show just had them... All be their animal forms having these really dramatic conversations. Uh, basically, I want a little bit of Stuart Little out of this shit, but adorable. Because Stuart Little, creepy as fuck. Yeah. Also, did you know that in the original Stuart Little, he wasn't even a mouse? What? Yeah, no, he was just a little dude. Excuse me? Yeah, like in the book. I, I, I cannot believe this. Yeah. Are you Googling it now? What the fuck? What the fuck? Yeah, no, they describe him as mouse-like throughout the whole book, but he's not actually a mouse. What the fuck is this shit? <laughs> Hold on, you're like, Remington, get back on topic, and then you hit me with this nuclear bomb? I didn't think it was that, like, dramatic of a revelation <laughs> for you, my guy. I thought it would just be a nice little, oh, he mentioned Stuart Little. I don't get to mention this fact very often. Uh, maybe he'll think, ah, neat, move on. I like, I like the implication that you just lie in wait to mention <laughs> Stuart Little trivia. And it's you're like, the, finally my time to shine. It's the only bit of trivia I know about Stuart Little. God knows I haven't read the book. I just think it's neat because people automatically assume it's that god-awful, 
uh, like semi-animated uh, show from the early 2000s with the even worse sequel. So everybody's cultural perception of Stuart Little is that he's a mouse because of it. All right, so episode four, uh, the boar arrives. And, yeah, Kagura. And she is uh, madly in love with Cat. But she also, she's like super sweet, but sometimes she'll have the rage of the boar. Uh, but also the boar, when she transforms, is the cutest animal of them all. Oh. It's so fucking adorable. I'm just going to take that as you calling me adorable because I happen to be a boar. Oh, I, I know it, Sean. Thank goodness I'm on the podcast. Um, anyway, uh, beyond those sick burns. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, so the boar shows up. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, boar gets a little bit jealous of Toru, but then they make up. There we go. That's episode four. Uh, also, it's weird that, like, Boar wants to fuck Cat since they're, like, family, but whatever. That's fine. Hey. Incredibly distant cousins and part of the same clan. It's a little different, but it's not full, uh, Sweet Home Alabama levels quite yet. <laughs> not yet. We'll get there. Um, then we get to episode five, where, uh, the whole time she's been, she lived out in the woods and then later with the Zodiac family. Because uh, her grandpa's house was having renovations. But now those renovations are wrapping up. So she can move back. I'll also note, episode 5 is the weirdest fucking episode. And probably the worst one so far. So she moves into her grandpa's house, right? And that's where we meet her, Toru's aunt and cousin. And her aunt, the first time we meet her, is like... Hey, by the way, I hired a private detective to keep tabs on you in the middle of the forest and saw that you were living with boys. How dare you? Let me ask, did you have sex with them? Because if you did, my son can't become a police chief. <laughs> um, which is a lot. Yeah. That's, that's a lot to have as the introduction to a character. Uh, and, and then the cousin joins in, and he's like, yeah, were you indecent? And then we hear smack. And was it Toru? No, it was Grandpa. A and then Grandpa goes up to Toru, who has just arrived, and is like, you know, maybe you're better off elsewhere, kiddo. <laughs> maybe you'll be happier somewhere else to get the fuck out. I love like, you, sweetie. Now get the fuck out of my house. It feels so unnecessary and tacked on. Like, what it could have been is, okay, she moves in with her grandpa, right? And, like, she doesn't need any motivation to want to still live with the Zodiac family. Like, everything with her aunt is literally irrelevant to that desire. Um, but you, you could have her move in with her grandpa, and everything is fine, but she really misses it. Uh, so eventually, she she's just feeling this this great sense of restlessness, right? And she breaks down, and then her grandpa supports her and tells her uh, that it, it, it's okay, blah, blah, blah. Like, that would have been fine, and it would have made sense. Uh, there, I, Another weird thing about this episode is when she goes to move in with her grandpa, we get this, like, really intense monologue. as like Not monologue, uh, montage. Uh, as if, like, oh, look at all the memories she shared with Ratatouille and the cat. As if she's moving across the world. But, like, they're going to share classes. They're going to see each other on the daily? Y'all need to calm the fuck down. <laughs> like, it's, it is 
real fucking weird. Uh, but the weirdness doesn't end there because as as Toru is like, oh yeah, I just really want to live with the Zodiac family. Actually, thanks though. Uh, turns out that Cat and Ratatouille they have just been searching for Toru's grandpa Toru's grandpa's house, and they have found it. They found it, and they have just been peeping and eavesdropping outside of the living room window this whole time for the whole conversation. So when they hear that she wants to return, Ratatouille just opens the window, walks on in there. Um, which like, nope, don't do that. That's not the proper course of action here. Uh, that is, that is a weird thing to do. And the family's like, what the fuck? And Ratatouille's like, all right, we're taking her. Pack your stuff. Um, it's a weird moment. It's this whole episode. Uh, what the fuck? Uh, you can chalk it up to early 2000s romantic tropes is the nicest way to phrase it. Because uh, you got to have good, strong, dramatic reasons for wanting to leave. And what's better than two cute boys coming to rescue you from your slightly toxic family? Yeah, episode five, dumb and weird. So, you know, just, just, just move it on over that. Episode six, we get to the festival with all the rice balls and one very pretty rat. Uh, Ratatouille is wearing a dress to garner attention for the rice ball stand, uh, because he just looks so darn cute, right? Um, then, literally just the duo from Oron High, High School Host Club, the, uh, small one and the big stoic one, they show up, right? Except the little one is, is German. So, so they show up, and the German one has the worst German accent I've ever heard in my goddamn life. Mm. It is really weird and awkward, and I feel like also unnecessary. Uh, I do not feel like this choice needed to be made, but they went all in on this choice. So here we are. I actually haven't heard the uh, the, the the accent because I watched it in Japanese, of course. Uh... Oh, one sec. Let me. I'm gonna pull up a clip. Uh, oh, I'm I'm pulling it up right now. Don't worry. I'm. Uh... All right, and, and and Dylan, if you can include just like a single weird German line from this son of a bitch. I I don't think it's appropriate to call a child a son of a bitch, Ram. Oh, but they are that German bastard. I fucking hate him. <laughs> Ram, our editor is part German. All right, here, here, here's, oh, here's a clip just in case. Oh, it, it's not good. It's not at all. It is not at all. So the German is the rabbit. And, and uh, I presume that the big stoic one is the sheep. Uh, because briefly in the intro, the rabbit plays with the sheep. And that's all the info I got. I won't confirm or deny if that's correct. I feel pretty confident. It makes sense. Uh, so fuck the rabbit. I hate them. Um... <laughs> They are annoying and obnoxious, and the show, the the show and the world would be better off without them. <laughs> uh. <laughs> so you're saying that what Kyo should do is she is he should take out the rabbit as opposed to the rat, and uh, then everything will be Gucci, everything will be golden. They're both uh, rodents, so it's basically the same thing. Exactly. Uh, so. We also see that the presumed sheep boy is the one who, like, suppresses memories. So he uh, has a nice spooky uh, vibe about him. And then uh, the second half of the episode, 
Toru's friends learn that Toru has been living with the Zodiac family. I haven't mentioned Toru's friends. There's tall blonde delinquent and goth psychic. Uh, they are the best characters. They are the best characters. There's not enough of them. I mean, there's more uh, as so, the show goes on. Oh, thank you. They are more interesting than literally anybody else. Yes, that, that would be uh, uh, Saki and um, uh, Arisa, uh, goth and uh, delinquent, respectively. Yeah, I'm just going to think of them as goth and delinquent, but, that, you know, maybe that'll be helpful for, for the listeners. So <laughs> I mean, that's uh, that's they, how you <laughs> referred to, uh, to Dylan when you first met him. <laughs> he, he, he was both goth and delinquent. Yeah, uh, wrapped up so, in one nice package. <laughs> so, uh, they have a sleepover to assess the situation over at Zodiac House, and they, they decide, yeah, things are going well, they give their approval, they think Zodiac House treats Toru very well. Uh, and, and then we get a little cliffhanger that uh, it looks like Toru will be meeting, might be, she's going to be meeting up with Sheep Boy alone, and might even meet Head Honcho. And so that, that, that's the show, six episodes of the show at least. Yeah. And finally... We're to the point where we lost the footage, uh, the recording. Yeah, yeah. So you guys know all we we did all of it. We did all of it. Every last second, every goof. There are some goofs that are going to be lost to the annals of time because of this. Hey, but think, Sean. If we didn't have to re-record this whole fucking episode, we wouldn't have learned those dope Stuart Little facts. <laughs> now we know. And knowing is half the battle, G.I. Joe. Because that's why people come to our anime-related podcast, is to learn about Stuart Little, which isn't even that good of a book. Welcome to Stuart Little Out of Context, the show where we delve real deep into the lore of Stuart Little. Uh, and how Stuart Little is just a little dude, and that's it. That's that's the just whole thing. Dude. Yeah, and that's, that's the book. Congrats. Uh, not a rat. <laughs> just mouse-like, that's it. <laughs> Oh, God. So, Rem, uh, if you had to guess, then, what do you think the mouse score is for uh, this remade version of Fruits Basket? Um, I think that it is the remake people wanted. I think this provided everything they wanted, where it's basically the exact same show. It feels the same. It feels nostalgic, even for better or worse. Uh, but it looks much nicer. And that's basically, I think, was was what the vast majority of people desired. So I think it's going to be like an 8.25. All right. Well, just for frame of reference, the original Fruits Basket anime is currently sitting at a 7.68, which not too shabby. No. Uh, but the remade Fruits Basket with 265,000 uh, ratings is sitting nice and pretty at 8.22. Oh, so close. Yeah, you were very close, man. Uh, and it only goes up fr from there in terms of like the next two seasons. So I suppose the real question is, Rem, uh, is there any chance you'd like to watch some more Fruits Basket with me? The remake, of course. Um, you know, sure, sure. I thought that it was a pleasant enough show. I don't think it's anything, like, ridiculously amazing. And also, I don't have, uh, I, I don't have the nostalgia for it, which I think could improve it. So I, I'm not, like, all in, but it's enjoyable. So, like, yeah, sure, sure. All right, that's probably the most positive thing I could have gotten out of you, so I'm, I'm glad we have that at least. Uh, you still hate the cat, though, right? Uh, yeah, no, the cat is trash. German rabbit, trash. Ratatouille, decent enough. <laughs> and adorable as a rat. 
All right. Well, at least we know exactly which uh, which side you're uh, uh, you're on for the shipping wars. Uh, so if you have any. Oh yeah, no. Like that. I feel like there's just there's just an objective right answer. Uh, fuck that cat, man. Get him out of here. <laughs> do not fuck the cat. That is a that is a bad thing to do to a cat. I have a question, Sean. What is your question, Rem? If the cat has the sentience of a human... A cat is not fine too, Rem. Is it bestiality, is what I'm wondering. Rem, you've been raiding too many Pokemon. I'm just... These are philosophical inquiries. (laughs) Philosophical inquiries that are going to get us kicked off of podcasting platforms. I am not... I am not saying go fuck a cat. I am asking a question of if a cat walks up and is like, hey, what's up, buddy? Want to go get a drink? How would you respond? (laughs) Well, my first instinct would be, Rem, why the fuck is a cat talking to me? This is amazing. Exactly! You'd be wildly impressed. You'd go to tell its life story. Then maybe at the bar, you and the cat, who once again, completely sentient, it, it is, essentially we're getting, I guess my question is, right? Right. Take take the, the, like, princely frog example where when you kiss it, it turns into a person, right? Okay. Sort of like that, but coitus. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listeners, tell us how much of that conversation survived. My guess is... Not that much! Nope. Nope. Can't imagine it. <laughs> but Dylan's definitely going to have some fun corruptions with that at the very least. Oh, God. Uh, so with that, uh, I guess thank you all so much for tuning in. We really appreciate it. If you enjoyed our existential crisis of having to fully re-record an episode, then please head on over to uh, wherever you get your podcasts, whether that be Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, and leave us a review. It means the world to us, and we do read every single one. Uh, and if you would like to support us more directly, you can head on over to twitch.tv slash animeoutofcontext, where all three of us, uh, our editor included, occasionally play video games and have a chat. Uh, and if you'd like to support us even more directly than that, you can head on over to uh, patreon.com slash animeoutofcontext, where you gain access to all kinds of lovely bonus material, including having the opportunity to have your name read aloud live on the podcast. So, Remington, who are we thanking this week? Well, as always, we would like to send our regards to all of our magical girls as well as our bland bitch protagonists. But moving on to that, we reach our yandere waifus who are transforming into boars and kicking our ever-loving asses. Uh, and on that list, we have... Alex, Xanax, Yandere Neko, Yahir, Walk Me Home Gently, Vaney Jordan, Yuliana, Trevor Stoltz, Totally God, The Susanator, The Cactus Crossed the Road Because It Was Stuck to the Chicken, That Film Guy, Sticky Jelly, Spark Project, Team Dulu, Councilman, Sorry Mother, Silent Secondary, Sean Help Me Find Joe in Higashikata, uh, Sean, it's been three years, you owe me, you still owe me a Madoka Magica Revisit, uh, Shark? Senpai ga uzai kohai in the hanashi is everything I wished it would be. Sarah Birch, Salty Pretzel. Ross Bomber, Remington's fave waifu, Riot's Gremory. Uh, Remington Merrill, Remington has bottom energy. Uh, ready to be isekai'd. Now that we have a Torador Christmas, I'll be canceling half of my Patreon subscriptions. Good luck and happy new year. Oh. Uh, no waifu, no laifu. Navi, Mike the Mutilator. Uh, Mechanic Weeb would like to know why Rem, why Rem been tortured with more etchy BS yet. Uh, Matthew Drum says Rem's a bitch. Marky Hughes, man the fern, man the fern fern. 
<laughs> Maka Chop 92, Mad O2 Max, Lukey O, Luke Offenberger, Lonely Geek 23, Locked in Daddy Rum's Basement, Don't Send Help, Kazumaraka, Kazumaraco, Casey Mosley, Cassidy, Just a Traveler, Jax, Jam Hands, Ichigo Sim 015, I Want Rem to Ruin DITF for me, uh, I Remington Enjoy Moe Lolly Girls, I Remington Chase Want You to Buy My Nico Nico NFTs, <laughs> I Remington am known as the voice of the people and those people say Toradora, I put a $200 Taiga figure in a mason jar for the exact reason you think, oh, oh my god. god, I guess you're on Keter duty. I, aha, you thought this was another Green Day repeat, but it was me, Dio. Hunter Davies, how much does an all-father need to donate per Patreon to get a JoJo's revisit? I'm thinking five per to make a wish. Hashtag union. Oh, fuck. Hey, you, slob on my knob like one on the cob. Then give me head like a rem in bed. Do a moan. Oh, so the, eh, eh, um, I love you all. It's so fucking cursed. Here's another White Sword set anime recommendation. Please do SAO alternative GGO for reasons. Haha. Mm. Good job, says Misaka. Glenn Michael Dolan. Fuck of love, Fox and Boy. Farmer Weeb wishes everybody a great 2023. Fallen Ghoul. Dracula United Hentai Production Manager. Don't be a coward, Rem. Rate all the Pokemon on fuckability, and I do mean all. I've done all. He, yeah, uh, he's done all. We lost I did one of all the videos, of them. But we've done yeah, I, I lost Gen 5, but I did them all. Uh, including a lot of alternate forms. Dr. Zorganite, Dua, Data Type, Dark Swarm 713, Danny Morbido, Creed 13, Shine 900, Christian Moss, Cheese Monkey, Cage in the House, Brock Hard for Geodudes, Be Like Harry and Don't Fuck Your Sister Unless It's Your Redheaded Best Friend Sister, Ariel Bird, Andrew Rowkey, uh, Lise Howard, Alpha Weeb Wants and Joey Wheeler, Hey, you, Sam, believe in the heart of the ca cards. I meant cards. Uh, AJ Honey, and Adam McLaughlin. Thank you all so much and now we move on to the boy wizard tier where uh we're out of the barrel we're out of the barrel we're we're properly out of the barrel and this time uh each one of you guys you are going to get uh a different fruit to be placed in the basket uh so okay uh so first we have uh maximilian you are going to be uh, a lovely blueberry then uh tony the great you're gonna get uh, a cranberry. Silica Inspector, you are going to get uh, a honeydew. Sean, I have to admit that I watch Boku no Pico in my free time and I love it. Let's give you uh, prunes. Uh, Pocket Gamer 513, you are going to get an orange. PL Mayor, uh, mango. Pilkster the Simpho Gear Advocate, you obviously are, uh, are watermelon. Straight up. Uh, 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 Odina Fish? Adlana Fish? I'm so sorry. Uh, you are going to be, uh, rhubarb. Good old rhubarb. I've never had rhubarb. Have you ever had rhubarb, Sean? Uh, no, and I didn't think it was a fruit. It's on this big list of fruits that I found, so. I thought, I thought it was a leaf. Is it not a leaf? No, it's, it looks like if celery fucked strawberries. I guess you're right. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, MT the Poet, you're getting dragon fruit. Uh, Mr. Marshmallow Man, you are going to get Rhubarb mango steam. It's on this list of fruits. I don't know what to tell you. I'm innocent. But Mr. Marshmallow Man is getting mango steam. Uh, what the fuck is that? Who the fuck knows? Is it, is it, is it spooky mango? <laughs> it look genuinely looks a bit like spooky mango. Momo the Griff, you are going to get cantaloupe. Uh, Mike wants an overlord review. You are going to get a papaya. 
Uh, Miguel Delion, you are going to get uh, Guava. Just heard episode 183 where Sean gave me a, a new penis. Didn't arrive before Christmas. Girlfriend is excited. Please share tracking number and describe its curvature. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, here, also have a banana. So there, there you go. Just, you know, uh, Jesus Christ. Fuck uh, all right. Then we have... Jugamu Jugamu gets run over by Sean's Daki Makara truck in Isekai's with a cat magical girl costume equipped when he wakes up. Nice and convoluted. You are going to get breadfruit. The fruit of bread everywhere. Inuyasha is my favorite cryptid wants Inuyasha review for Valentine's. You're going to get um a clementine. Oh. Uh, I live in Ogden. Yes, that one. You're going to get a date. Uh, I will start bedoofing. It's a bad <laughs> I will start badoofing the MC of the anime of the previous week, Lord Brockdoof of Dulu. You're going to get a prickly pear. Uh, not a euphemism. Uh, I almost unsubbed from the Patreon because of the April Fool's episode fake out for Toradora. You are going to get a sugar apple, which does not look edible. Uh, I'm going to these as you're saying them. And... Yeah, look, look up sugar apple. Oh, yeah. No, that does. <laughs> It it looks it looks like a devil fruit. It looks like straight up some shit the Goron would eat from Legend of Zelda. Yeah, like a rock fruit. Yeah. So uh, let's see. I uh, Hinata has a ball of sunshine. You get some lychee. Uh, hey kids, throws biscuits into abyss. Fetch. Uh, you are going to get nectarine. Uh, deck. You are going to get a pineapple. Uh, Beethoven twelve oh one. You are going to get pomegranate. All I wanted from my eldritch daddy for the holidays was a bad dragon. You're going to get gooseberries. And Aaron Heglin, you are going to get Java Plum. Uh, moving on, we reach the highest of all tiers, the greatest of all tiers. That's right, the inappropriate Joey Wheeler tier. Where this time, uh, we are going to have Joey Wheeler transform into different animals of, of the Zodiac. So he will be a aware version of those Zodiac. Sure, why not? That's what we're doing. Okay, um, all right. Interesting. We have Pope of the Church of Remington Chase. Uh, one, one sec. Hey, Yogs! No, I, see, I, 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 I was going to try to transform into one, but I recognized it doesn't have great distinctive sounds. No, no. Which is a problem, because a lot of them don't have amazing sounds. Um, hey, Yogs! Oh, oh, transform into dragon, insert dragon sound effects here. Thanks, Dylan. Um, <laughs> but with the Joey, <laughs> Dylan, if you could make it so that the dragon sounds sound like Joey Wheeler, perfect. Oh, my um, Christ, that's a uh, steep order. That's a steep uh, order. We have my dear old mom, where we will have, hey, Yogs, meow. <laughs> <laughs> Darkness grows ever closer. Team Dulu will take the light from the podcast and leave it in darkness. Zage. Uh, what you are going to get is... Hey, Yooks! Cock-a-doodle-doo! <laughs> and last but not least, we have Dylan Hayden going the extra mile. Uh, and for him, Hey, Yooks! I made some really fancy cuisine for you here, Yooks! Uh, so, th so there we go. Uh, perfect imitations of the Zodiac. 
Uh, if you'd like to reach out, whether it's for a comment, question, feedback, or recommendation, you can tweet us at AnimeConPod on Twitter, or send an email over onto AnimeOutOfContext at gmail.com. Once again, guys, thank you all so much for tuning in. We love and appreciate you very much. Happy New Year, and as always, don't fuck your sister. I'm saying, go fucking ginger fuck. New year, new us, right? Okay. So, we're a serious podcast now. We're serious. And with that, we need a very serious pre-banter. All right? So what are your thoughts on Fifty Shades of Cock? Holy <laughs> shit, I am. I am busting a gut here. Oh my god. Oh. Oh, it hurts so much, Rem. Shrike comes in my mouth. I like the implication that you just lie in wait to mention <laughs> Stuart Little trivia. And it's you're like, the- finally my time to shine. Oh, what? You all right there, Rem? What's up? Oh, no, Rem. Have you not been recording? Oh, my fuck! (laughs) Rem, we've been recording for nearly 30 minutes! And it was a good episode, too! Oh, God! Oh, God! Oh, this is a disaster! Well... Take two, I guess! I'll save my recording for posterity, but fuck. Okay. Uh, Dylan, if you can find something amusing to do with this audio, great. Uh, if not, fuck. Alright, take two. I'm so sorry, Dylan. I guess I, it doesn't affect him too much. Are you recording now, Remington? Yeah. Yeah, alright. We'll try to keep it short and entertaining, I guess. <laughs> Let's get started again in three, two, one, mark.